It's Golden Hour Adventure Time, featuring everyday people doing extraordinary things. From the peaks of victory to the valleys of defeat, these are their stories. Now, from the back of the pack, your hosts, Justin and Robbie. Hey, how's it going, man? Good. Yourself? Good. Just sitting here drinking some some high noon mango. It's delicious. Well, I'm not drinking yet. I just cracked it <laughs> open, so I lied to everyone. Mine's delicious. Hey, welcome to the Golden Hour Podcast. This is uh, this is going to be kind of our introduction to podcasting. This is our first episode that we're recording. Basically, just going to tell you who we are. My name's Justin. I'm in the military. Been in for 16 years. Um, I like to adventure. I've gone on all kinds of adventures, lived around the world. Uh, recently got into ultra running and kind of hit the ground running with that guy. So, yeah, we're just going to talk about it and have people on that are interesting and cool that have done some cool adventures, whether it be running, biking, hiking, hunting, fishing, you name it. So uh, sitting across from me is Robbie. Hello. Also drinking a high noon mango. <laughs> he couldn't be original and, and grab something else. No, I had to, I had to, I had to follow. <laughs> I'm a follower. <laughs> so Robbie, tell me a little bit about yourself. What is, uh, where'd you grow up? Who are you? I grew up in Salt Lake City, Utah. Lived there till 2004, three, four, somewhere one of those one of those years. Robbie's a lot older than I am too. <laughs> we, don't, we, we just let's get that right out right oh, out yeah. the gate. <laughs> yeah, I'm 44. <laughs> just moved to Rapid City last November, and finally got into the trail scene here in Rapid City. Yeah, the trail scene here in Rapid City is pretty sweet. We have a uh, quite a few trails, and you hardly ever see anybody on them which is kind of a blessing. I've heard in other places, Colorado, Montana, some of those bigger trail scenes that the overcrowding of trails is pretty crazy. Yeah, I lived in Lafayette, Colorado, which is 10 miles east of Boulder. So I did a lot of running in Boulder. And if you didn't get to the trailhead in Boulder before five o'clock in the morning, there's no place to park. You're parking out on the road. I've heard stories about Boulder. Like you go to a coffee shop and if you haven't done a 20 miler on trails that day, you're kind of frowned upon. Yeah. <laughs> and they all got their own little niches. It's kind of weird. Um, there's some places that are more into endurance athletes where other places are more into music and artists and type of stuff. So if you happen to walk in one of those places wearing your gear, you're probably getting a little shunned, unfortunately. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty funny. So what kind of races have you done? Have you done any uh, any big ultras, any 100 milers, 200 milers? I started, I ran my first ultra in 2011, uh, Devil Mountain 50K. Ran it in barefoot shoes. Nice. I didn't know any better. Nice. I believe it took me 16 hours. <laughs> the last six miles took me six hours, so I was going a mile an hour. Perfect. <laughs> RD kept checking on me. I think we've all been in that spot before. Yeah. It was a great first entrance for me for <laughs> ultra running because next few days i couldn't even walk my feet were so swollen oh that's ultra running all together yeah so so talk to me about in 2011 you started ultra running that's that's really before the boom that happened what 2015 2016 17 somewhere in that area yeah. is where the where the ultra running boom kind of started so what was the scene like in 2011 that's when you had like the speed goat and it you was, know some of those older heads that kind of the father godfathers and godmothers was, of ultra running yeah it was it was definitely different running before the big rush or after it got popular um back then there wasn't that many races in colorado so you really had to pick and choose your races if you were going to do a full season after you know 2015-16 it just there were so many races that race directors were saying 
we're too saturated in Colorado. We got to leave Colorado because we got the same races the same week as other ones. And it's hard to compete with some of the old time. If you guys hear that in the background, my dog is just snoring. Hilarious. <laughs> we'll try to edit that out. <laughs> or we'll leave it in. Who cares? <laughs> so from 2011, you ran your first 50K. Uh, just go on, explain, like, kind of just give people the background of what your, what your 100 mile or journey up to a 100 miler. Spoiler alert, he's, he yeah. ran 100 miler. Ran I ran my first 100 miler in 2014, Zion 100. Um, but leading up to that, I ran... A 25 miler, a 100k, a bunch of 50ks, a 50 miler. And I decided after I caught the bug instantly after that first one, of course, when I finished, I didn't want to do another one. But <laughs> I woke up the next morning, and it was like 100 miles, 100 miles is it. It's like three days later, it's when the bug happens, I think. If I, I agree. You're either going to be an ultra runner, or you're not going to be an ultra <laughs> runner after three days. You sat around for a couple of days, ate a lot of food, and built up your appetite, and then you get back on ultra sign up, and you're like, ah. What can I do next? Well, the best thing is, is, you know, after you do whatever your accomplishment or goal, you get to sit and kind of revel in it and makes you feel good. Then you question what, what else can I do? Yeah, that's a hundred percent it. I've, I've kind of gone down that bug as well. It's like, what all can I do and how, how far in this sport can I go? And so both of us are kind of, uh, well, our claim to fame is we're back to back of the pack runners. So. He may be a little bit faster than me, but we're still going to bring him into the to the BOPs, the BOPs. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I, uh, most people I can get along with are yeah. more in that area. So uh, an, another little snid bit on this podcast is we're gonna we're gonna highlight the everyday people. So that's that's why we're kind of you know me and Robbie came together on this little project, and we're thinking that you know we don't have enough podcasts that just highlight the everyday story. And we want to hear that story from the back of the pack, whether that back of pack be running or whatever, you know, that's kind of what we want to hear. So, yeah. You know, people doing all kinds of crazy, like we said, extraordinary goal or accomplishments, whatever they choose. I mean, it could be from hunting to catching the one species of fish you've been trying to catch around the world, stuff like that. And that's the stuff we want to highlight is people going out there and doing cool stuff. Absolutely, absolutely. So, what hundred milers have you ran? I know you said you've run a couple. I did Zion One Hundred and Scout Mountain Ultra. Okay, in Pocatello, Idaho. Oh, I sweet. did that one in two thousand nineteen. Yeah, so you've actually traveled out of Colorado when you lived in Colorado and ran those hundred milers. Yeah, those are cool. I've heard great things about Zion. It's a beautiful race. Yeah, I went out and ran the uh, Zion at night half marathon for vacation races, and it was just such a cool area to explore the you know, the, the days leading up to it and around and we went to Moab and all kinds of different places. So. Yeah, I've traveled to Utah quite a bit too to run races. Uh, I did speed go, I did the three years when they did, or the three events when they had the vertical mile speed go 50K and then they called it the quad banger. It was uh, 11 miles with 11,000 of descent. And you rode the chairlift up then once you got off and you stepped on the mat, they started recording your time on the way down. Oh, that's super cool. And then you stepped on another mat at the finish, and you got back on the chairlift. And then you rode back up, stepped oh, on the mat. Super cool. And that was the year Zach Marion broke the course record. At, it was, I think, close to an hour or something. Wow. For 11 miles. Wow. That's fast. It, you were running down a, 
it's a snowbird utah and you start at the top where the tram kind of drops you off but you run a service road down and you get on the single track and the single track so much water flows through it in the spring that it's deep it's like knee high mm-hmm. so you can't like get out of that trail really you're stuck in there so <laughs> if you make any crazy turns you're just gonna fall down that's crazy so it was really hard to run in that because it was like maybe eight inches wide so it's 11 miles of just straight downhill yep. and someone did it in an hour yeah, i think Mary. so i think zach Mary did it oh my gosh yeah that's and i think crazy. so is a course record that's insane yeah I've, I've always wanted to do the speed goat 50k i think that's just a super cool race like i love the mountain style races where it's just big climbs and uh just a bunch of stuff like that i i would love to do that what's that eleven thousand feet in a 50k 50K, yep oh my gosh that would take me like 12 15 hours probably my first time i did it in 747 and the next time i did it when i was doing all those events i finished about 12 hours but i was kind of just i wanted to get through all three events so i wasn't trying to go out there and blaze everything yeah that's super cool so my running history is not nearly as diverse as what robbie's is so i didn't start running until 2018 um i got on the road at first i was i ran a half marathon caught a little bug did a marathon and then from there i just i didn't like the marathon man i just i don't know why i just i haven't run a marathon yet since and it's 2018 you know i mean it feels like it's only four years but i still have not run another marathon and i don't have one in my sights either so i have never ran a road race i love it i love it (laughs) it was all trail all trail i can't say the same i wish i could i can't say the same but the trail scene is amazing i love the trail scene I'll, i'll never give up the trail scene it's just it's crazy i do have a road ultra in mind to do um so well i might have to actually get back on the road and run some but it's 135 miles so and it's not bad water it's not bad water arrowhead? i'm not doing no i'm not doing arrowhead either so it, not not that either so but yeah after 2018 running that first marathon i i moved to rapid city and i um you know kind of fell in love with the trail scene when i kind of got introduced to it and from there it was that was the bug and i've said it before but here in rapid city when you you could throw a rock and hit 10 ultra runners so you have to tread lightly when you start running with people (laughs) when you get into a get into a group run so yeah the group runs here i mean ever since meeting you know you guys the black hills running club i mean every weekend's got two days of something then group runs all during the week very welcome very inviting um, in Colorado, I can't say so much. A lot of the running groups just, if you're not fast, they don't wait. Um, and it was more of an ego thing. Uh, you know, those guys wanted to hurry up and get done and go to the to the restaurant, drink beer, and eat food. Yeah. Where back of the Packers want to hang out and enjoy the trail and not get the workout over so quick. Yeah, we have a pretty good uh, group of people, I think, that run with us, and you know, we we take our time, but it's it's truly inviting and all inclusive style of running. If someone you know is a little bit slower, we wait on them. So this, uh, for an instance, this last weekend we had someone that rolled their ankle at three and a half miles into a a, a five and a half mile out and back run. You know, ten ten and a half miles, eleven miles total. One of us turned around and and walked back with her just to make sure that she was all right. And so, I'm not saying that a lot of uh, groups would, you would have that style of, you know, someone being there for for everyone. So, it's all about you know being there for each other, not necessarily being there for for training. 
So I, I think that's super cool. You know, then Alex came running up and told us that you turned around with her and yeah. we're walking back with her. Yeah. And other people are like, well, should we all just turn around? Uh, no, you guys. And everyone's like, uh, some people are going to turn around. I'm like, no, let's just keep going. Justin's yeah. got it. Yeah. We, she doesn't need more people to help her. Yeah, no, it was back. fun. And it was cool because like, you know, we, we hiked for three and a half miles, but we, we just sat there and talked and like, I'd, I'd never really talked to her that much. And so it was cool to really get to know her and, you know, like learn a little bit more about her personally and vice versa. I'm sure, you know, you, you become really good friends when you're on the trails with each other. And so, you know, just, just hiking back and making sure that she was all right was, you know, it was fun. Cause like I said, we got to really know each other and I feel like I know her a lot better now. So I, I thought that was pretty cool. And that's the great thing about running in general. I'm going to say more ultras where if you're out on a hundred mile or you're at night and you're just with some random person, a lot of times those become friends for life just through conversation, talking about, you know, what you've been through, all that stuff, why you're here. You know, what we always get asked, why, why do you run so far? I don't have an answer. I just but like I don't do. even like to drive that far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just like it. I like being out on the trail. There's nothing better. Yeah, absolutely. So since joining the the Black Hills Running Company, or Running Company, Running Club, uh, shout out to the Black Hills Running Company now that I've I've blasted them out there. That's our uh, new running store here in town. So uh, they've done a super cool job with opening up a store. But yeah, but since I joined the Running Club, man, I've I've done uh, a 50K. It was kind of a fat-ass 50K. You know, we kind of came together, a bunch of people, and I did my first 50K just in a virtual run. And then I did a 24-hour run, got 73 miles, 10,000 feet of gain. I did uh, a 50-miler, fat-ass. Um, and then um, I registered for my first 100-miler, Black Hills 100. Very much so slogged through that because that was a disaster. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, I've run Quad Rock 50 and 25. And then I just recently did the Bighorns 100. So... That was cool. It was awesome. I loved it. I love the mountains. Yeah. Quad Rock's a good run, too. Yeah, Quad Rock's really fun. Hard. Oh, my hard. God, is it hard. Yeah. The the 25 is insanely hard. Five, was it 5,000 or 5,500 feet 5, of climb? 5,500 feet of map, yeah. yeah 5,500 feet of climb at 25 miles. And it's like, that's an insane race. And you do a loop. And then for the 50 mile, you turn around and do it in reverse. And it's just like... Yeah, holy when crap when you're coming down off that big hill and you know you got to turn around and walk oh back up God. that big hill there's no way that i could have registered for the 25 miler ran it and then the next year ran the 50 miler there's <laughs> no way i would have gone back to it there's no way <laughs> luckily i did the 50 miler and then the next year i was like oh i can do the 25 yeah. and so i was like i have this thing where i don't like to say only so I, i'm only doing the 25 miler because you know 25 miles for some people they train for years to go 25 miles mm -hmm. And so a lot of people out there in that race, that was their first like trail run, big style run, you know, and it's only 25 miles, but for all you haters out there, I don't care. I consider that an ultra. I agree. And the NAR runners do such a good job at that race. It's top notch. Uh, the aid stations, the volunteers, stations. Yeah. the finish line, they have a barbecue cookout. It's like they do a great job at that race. They make sure that all the aid stations have one to two ultra runners out there. So people don't come in with issues they can help them out and medics they have yeah. medics at almost every aid station it's like that's a they, they run that race 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 very well i've only had one high noon i promise you <laughs> <laughs> but it's delicious yeah 
Hey, so we just wanted to do a quick introduction, kind of tell you about ourselves. I know we just kind of went off topic and talked a bunch, but I think this is what this podcast is going to be a lot, be about and just us just kind of BSing for a little minute and then a little minute, a little bit. And then uh, we're going to bring people on that have done crazy adventures. Um, I, I would like to say the focus is not going to be all on running, but Robbie and I are both ultra runners. So I don't know. We'll see. Uh, we'll see who we who we bring on. I, I think the first couple people up on on the docks are going to be runners. But yeah. but Robbie's got a couple people in mind. To, well, we got a hunter, too, after he gets back from his trip. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we do have a hunter in mind. So for you guys that uh are interested in the in the hunting scene as well. We do have that. So we're just going to have all kinds of cool people on. Um, me and Robbie are just going to get together and BS and and talk a little bit, maybe drink some some other drinks, maybe not all high noons, but that's kind of what we had in the fridge and that's what we got going. So, hey, thanks for tuning in. I appreciate it. Robbie, you want to go out? See you later. Thank you for listening. This podcast has been produced and edited by Backbeat Sound. Come and find us on Instagram at BackbeatSound1776 or email us at BackbeatSound1776 at gmail.com.